I want us to rise up as we take the hymn for today because we are soldiers of the Lord. The Lord has called us to do something that is to go and touch others. So God has touched you and he wants you to touch others as well. I believe we all know the song, Onward Christian Soldiers Marching Us to War. We are marching through our characters, we are marching through our behaviors, our actions, the words of our mouth, everything God has given us. So as we sing this song, I don't want you to be like this. I don't want you to be like this. I don't want you to be like this. I want you to stand well-fitted. Hallelujah. If there is any man around you, make sure you check, check them out and make sure they are standing well. <laughs> Onward, Christian soldiers, marching us to war. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching us to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before.
our Lord, we worship you. Thank you for the power of the cross. We are not alone. With the cross of Jesus going before us, we are more than conquerors. The gates of hell will never be able to prevail your church. We are the church. Thank you, Lord, for this is established forever. Inasmuch the cross is going ahead and the power of the blood that was shed, we can never be defeated. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's be seated. Thank you, choir. I want to welcome us again to 2021 Men's Day of Fountain of the Living World Church. And the team, the team for this year is taken from the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 15. And it is sent, sent. You and I have been sent. And how are they to preach unless they are sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Today I will be talking to us about overcoming distraction. Everybody say it together. Because you've been sent, the devil also wants to go. To do what? To distract. To distract. Come with me to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. I will read in the TPT version of the scripture. For every soldier called to active duty must divorce himself from the distractions of this world so that he may fully satisfy the one who chose him. Brethren, we have been called on duty. So right now I can tell you you are on, on call. Hallelujah. Is your phone on? Is your cell phone on? Huh? I said you are on call. You must be ready to take the call at any time. I'm not talking of your Samsung or iPhone or whatever, but I'm talking about the duty that you have been called to and you are on duty 24 by 7. Do you want to go back home or you want to remain on duty? Remain on duty, but beware of distractions. If we look in the dictionary meaning, we're all scholars, we all know English, we know what distraction is. Distraction simply means you're going this way and all of a sudden they call you from here and the moment you turn to look, you've been distracted. Distraction is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else he had purposed to focus at. It is extreme agitation of the mind or emotion. When you are being distracted, you are disturbed within you. When you are being distracted, you cannot give full attention to something or the purpose that you have established or what you are desire to look at. We have distractions everywhere. It happens spiritually, physically, and all that. When you are driving, we all know what distraction can do. If you are driving and you don't, please, if you are in a vehicle and the driver is not focusing, please, you may want to get off. It is what? Dangerous. Everybody say dangerous. dangerous. Yes, it is dangerous. It is dangerous. When you are driving and you're being distracted and you are not focusing, you, your attention has been, has been divided you may miss your exit. You may run off the road. You may make a wrong turn. Guess what? You can get a ticket. Accident may occur. Imagine all these things in the spiritual. Now, let me give you my own definition of distraction. 
Distraction is a tactic of the enemy to draw someone apart from their focus, pulling them in a different direction, separating them from pursuing or achieving their purpose, causing disorderliness and confusion. I will say it again. Distraction is a tactic of the enemy to draw someone, I'm talking about spiritual interpretation that I give it, to draw someone apart from their focus, pulling them in a different direction, separating them from pursuing or achieving their purpose, causing disorderliness and confusion. Listen, brethren, Distractions are meant to shift our focus. God cannot distract you. Distraction comes from the adversary. Our focus is from the theme and the text that we read before. But I will go a little backward to verse 13 of the book of Romans chapter 10 from verse 13. Now let's read it from verse 13 in the ESV version. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be what? Everyone who calls. That is for anyone to be saved, they have to do something first. And what is that? They have to call. They have to call. Take that as number one. So it's very important, call. So write it down, number one is call. For them to be saved, they have to call. Next, next verse. How then will they call on him who they have not believed? If they call, how can they call on someone whom they have not believed? So number two, write believe. And how are they to believe in him? Of whom they have never what? Heard. Number three, right heard. And how are they to hear without someone? Do what? Number four, write a preacher. And how are they to preach unless they are what? Saints. You see where saints came from. Now we are saying call, believe, hear, preacher, saint. Now I want us to read it backward. So let's go. Saint, preacher, hear, believe, call. People cannot be saved until they call. They cannot call if they don't believe. They cannot believe if they cannot hear. They cannot hear if there is no preacher. There can be no preacher if they are not sent. You cannot detach these steps. They are together. When a preacher is being sent, when someone is being sent, they will preach. When they preach, people will hear. When people hear, they will believe. When people believe, what happens? They will call. Simple. Now let's share the grace we are done. The devil knows the importance of this more than believers. He knows our calling. And the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35 says, Serving God must be without distraction. Serving God must be without distraction. And this I say for your own profit. Not that I may put a leash on you, but for what is proper. And that you may what? Serve the Lord without distraction. The devil will distract you. You see why the devil will try to distract you? Because he doesn't want you to, to be saint. He doesn't want you to be what? Saint. Because he doesn't want people to end up calling. So take the two edges. 
to understand the reason why distraction is important to the devil. Praise God. We are being sent to preach the gospel. We are not preaching ourselves. When you go out to minister or even you're teaching with your life, you're showing people the love God has put in you. You care for people. You watch over people. You are giving your life. You are yielding yourself. It is because you are making sure the gospel is real to them. The center of our focus, the center of our message is what? The gospel. The gospel is not a story. The gospel is the life, the birth, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the devil know the major thing, three major things that the gospel brought upon people. And that is why he wants to make sure that the people will not hear the gospel, that the people will not get to the point of calling because he knows that when they call, guess what happened? They will be what? Saved. Saved. They will be saved. He knows that the gospel brings forgiveness of sin. The gospel brings freedom from sin. And the gospel brings power to live a godly life with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. He knows that if somebody calls upon the name of the Lord and they are saved, they have, they, they have been forgiven. Not just that. After being forgiven, they will be free from the power of sin. And not just that, after that, they will be empowered to live the life of Christ. He knows that he had lost the battle over the life of such person. That is why the book of John chapter 10 verse 10 says, The thief, purpose, listen to this, brethren, three things. Is to steal, number two, to kill, and number three, to what? Be careful of distraction. Distraction will steal what God has put in you. Distraction, will, after stealing, that, that level will be graduated <laughs> to killing. From killing to destruction, we're not talking of physical killing. Somebody can still be alive and be insensitive to the things of the Spirit. They won't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. They are in church, they are preaching, they see people receiving the word and they'll be like, what's going on with them? What are they talking about that they are? Because it doesn't make sense to him. He couldn't really see any point in anything that is going on. But thank God for Jesus, he said, but I have come that you may have life and have it out Abundantly. I want to leave us with three major things how to overcome distraction. I know we may have many, many, many more, but I will focus on this to overcome distractions on this journey as brethren. Please know and protect your identity. You need to know who you are. And protect it. Are you with me? Know and protect your identity. Who are you in the Lord? Do you know? Do, can you even define yourself? Do you know who you are? Or you are just a member of Fountain of the Living World Church? You are immense ministry. Congratulations. But that doesn't define you to the devil. You need to know who you are because distraction will come. And when the devil brings distraction through numerous ways that he operates, it is whom you are that will make you to stand. Knowing who you are is important. The book of John chapter 15, we're reading it in the AMP version of the scripture, 15 to 16. I do not call you servant any longer. For the servant does not know what his master is doing. Now see who you are. But I have called you. Who? My friends. Because I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from my father. Verse 16. You have not chosen me. 
I have chosen you and I have appointed and placed and purposefully planted you. Brethren, you need to know that you are planted. You are the planting of the Lord. You did not choose him, he chose you. I have appointed you, I have placed you, I have purposely planted you so that you will go and bear fruit and keep on bearing. See your purpose. It is very critical that you figure out your identity and then endeavor to hanker it on your heart. This must be in you. So that even when you're going through challenges, you know that God, you have planted me. I'm a planting of the Lord. I can never be uprooted. My purpose is to bear fruit. And not to bear fruit once, but to continue to bear fruit. Then you will know that this situation is temporary. It is not permanent. This too shall what? Pass. Pass. Because you had been planted to bear fruit. Amen? Your identity will be challenged because the enemy knows if he can convince you of something other than who you are in Christ, he will get you off the track. Be careful of distraction. All he wants to do, if you are sleeping, praise the Lord. All he wants to do is to take you off the track because he knows that he cannot get you until you are off the track. Be careful not to be off the track. You need to know your identity so that you don't go by what you see. You go by what is said. Because what you see is temporary, but what is said is forever. Hallelujah. Every time the enemy comes at you and tries to convince you to do something that is outside of your identity, it becomes easier for you to stay on track. If you refuse to take his message. When the enemy lies to you, and tells you things that are not true. Go back to your identity. <laughs> Hallelujah. And live in that truth. You know why you shouldn't believe him? John chapter 8 verse 44. New Living Translation. For you are the children of your father the devil. He's not talking about you. He's talking of people that don't believe. That, that, that disobey God's word. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer. From where? The beginning. Listen to this. This is what you should call the devil. When he, whenever he tries to show up to begin with your identity, to give you something temporary, to take eternal from you, you must refuse. You must be aggressive. You, you, are, you are a terrorist to the devil. How could you just give up? You are dangerous to the kingdom of the devil. The devil knows your worth. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. Now let's read it together. Don't be afraid of him. Let's go. When he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and devil talking. Let him know that shame unto him because he is a liar. You need to know what the Lord says about you so that when he comes with his fake, to tell you what you are not, that is contrary to what God has called you to be, you will stand firm. You will be immovable. You will not be shaken. You can get that report in your hands, but you remember what is said. You can be sweating physically, but you remember what he said. And you will know who has brought this report. He is a liar. And father of so why would you believe a liar? Uh -uh. When you have a friend and he always lies, do you believe him? <laughs> do you believe him? Do you go to him for counseling? Because you know that if he says good morning, check your time. It is afternoon. <laughs> you know, some people are just like that. For no reason, they just have to lie. It just flow. 
They have no reason. Nobody will sue them. Nobody will take them to court. Nobody will do anything to them. You can't even beat them. Some parents even lie to their children. For what? Does it make sense? You are not of the devil. It is devil that lies. And he is a father of lie. So what is number one? Know your identity and protect it. You protect your identity by refusing to take the message of the devil. You, you protect your identity by continuing to confess who you are. You protect your identity by continuing to stand on whom God has called you to be. Number two, understanding the timing. Everybody say it with me. See, timing, the enemy knows that timing is very crucial in most things in the kingdom. Oh, time, timing, oh, 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 oh. Oh, and the devil take advantage of this because he knows that most of the time we lack patience. Timing is very, very important. You cannot be too slow. You cannot be too forward. Timing is important in everything we do and we see in life. The Bible says in Psalm 31 verse 15a, my times are in your hands. Praise God. The devil will use pressure sometimes to distract us. And if you don't understand the timing of what God is doing in your life, you can be late or you can be too forward. So knowing God's timing, we always say it now, God's timing is the best. But when it is real time to observe it, we don't remember God's time is the best. God's time is the best. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Redeeming the time, because what? The days are evil. Let's read it again. Redeeming the time for the days. Again, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Listen, brethren. Timing is important. Understand God's timing for any situation in your life. Sometimes if you don't understand it, then you cannot wait. You may end up getting a wrong job that will take you away from God. You may end up moving from the location God puts you to think of something else. You miss the timing. They wanted to crown Jesus. He knew that he hasn't been crossed. Your cross is the step to your crown. Do not do anything to avoid, to prevent, to boycott your steps. Because that steps will take you to your crown. You must go through process. There is process for everything. Do not look for shortcuts. Don't be anxious than God. He can never be your follower. <laughs> you can't be his leader. By telling God, God follow me as I'm going in your name to do this thing. What did they say? No, you have to follow. God, what do you say? It's different from God follow me because he, he is God. He doesn't need a man to make him God that he is. Praise the Lord. Do not be distracted on the step. When you get to that step, don't be distracted. Please. The steps lead to your crown. The crown is there waiting for you. The step is the process, the passage, the ladder that you need to go through so that you can get to where you'll be crowned. There is crown waiting for you, brethren. Say amen. amen. It is very, very dangerous to be distracted as you are passing through your steps. Don't fall asleep on your steps. Don't be distracted on the step. Don't, don't, don't relax on the step. Okay, I'm not going to mention them. You heard Pastor Mrs. last week saying something as she was on the step, right? 
Did I mention name? You know. She was distracted on the step, and guess what happened? Listen, I'm going to tell you part of the story that she did not mention. Because she, she was wearing this thing for like four to six weeks. I was doing all the shopping and the children. I was surprised she didn't mention that part. You know, women are so talented. Thank God for them. They know, <laughs> praise God. They know where to go, where tomato is cheaper, five cents than, than another store. 50 cents difference. They don't mind. They will drive and go to that. Oh, oh, oh. oh Lord have mercy. I'm like, no, just I'm going to one place. One place, that's it. Uh, because we just want to go in and get out. But they will get there. Guess what? They will read and read and put it down. And take another one and read again. How many calcium? How many calorie? How many? It's very good. God bless them for us. Woman, at a point I'm like, okay, yeah, son, you go to this store. Okay, yeah, daughter, you go to the. Me, I will go to Costco. <laughs> I will go to this one. And when you get to, eh, woman, praise God. And when you get to Costco, you will be receiving more text message, adding to the list. When you are about to check out. Do we, do we have to finish everything in one? Please, I'm, I'm already at the counter. I'm not going back. One day I'm like, look at you. So you are on vacation. Just relaxing before we go to Nigeria. You know, I was praying that God let this cup <laughs> be taken... Man, women are they are gifts. That that four to six weeks, now wow. <laughs> I did a great job. <laughs> Tell me, how could someone forget that part and not mentioning it? <laughs> oh, you more people say if you don't blow your trumpet. Nobody will blow it for you. So I did. (laughs) The Lord ordered the steps of the righteous. Pay attention to the step. Because you are being ordered by the Lord. It is important, everything that happened on the steps. As you are going, pay attention to it. Don't be distracted. You need to be patient. Because once you pass through the steps, and your time has come, when the time has come, when the time has come, brethren, when the time has come, brethren, there is nothing the adversary can do. There is nothing no one can do because the time has come. He has timing in his hands. That's why the adversary cannot do anything because the adversary doesn't have the time. He has a different time, but God has a time. And when the time has come, it is time for his manifestation. Huh. Number three. So what is number two? Understanding the timing. What is number one? Know your identity and protect it. And number three, beware of counterfeit. Hallelujah. Beware of what? There is no, it's not only object that counterfeit is, so there is counterfeit of human being. Yeah. The devil is very subtle in his ways, but God has given us wisdom because his wisdom is the principal thing for us to be able to understand all the moves and cunnings of the adversary. When he knows that the original is coming, he tries to rush you with counterfeit. Be careful. 
Often night, right at the point of breakthrough, <laughs> the enemy will always try to distract us with counterfeit, with something that looks like. It is not, but looks like the perfect. It could be a perfect job. It looks like the perfect job. It looks like perfect relationship. It looks like perfect outcome. It looks like perfect answer. If you rush into it, if you don't know who you are, if you don't understand the timing, you will be lured into his offering of counterfeit. Be careful. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. The Bible says there is a way which seems right to a man and appears what? Straight before him. But its end is what? The way of death. The way of death. The way of death. There is a way that seems right, but it is not right. Because it's only God that can order your step. He is the way. He is the only one that knows the end even before the beginning. Devil can deceive and is still deceiving because he is a liar. He will just throw joy. You can get you can get an offer that is so oh my goodness, God has come. You need to check it out. Make sure it is God. Because that may be the way to sweep you off your track. Not everything that glitters is what? Good. Beware of counterfeit. We we need to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because if God is working, the devil is not going to just fold his hands. He wants to distract you. Do you know that a lot of time we fight the battle we should be fighting for? We fight against the battle we should be fighting for. And the devil do, he does that to just distract us so that we will not pay attention to the main battle. It happens to David in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17. 1 Samuel, chapter 17. You remember the story when, Joseph, when David and Goliath was really tormenting the Israelites? Oh, Lord, have mercy. That was a very long-lasting battle. And David came. Don't forget, David was not sent there, but God has sent him. Because he is the master planner. And because it was, the, David knew his identity. He knew whom he is in the Lord. And now the time has come. He was right there at the right time. But see, see something. His older brother. Go ahead, show it. Now Heliab, his oldest brother, heard when David was speaking to the men. And Eliab's anger was aroused against David. And he said, why did you come down here. Tell me, what was David's focus to defeat Goliath? His focus, because Goliath was tormenting, including David's brothers and the whole Israel, the land of Israel. And David came, but see, the devil wants to put distraction on David. Be, be careful of counterfeit. Because what you may be looking at may not be the original. What should take your focus? Keep that scripture on. Next verse. And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? You this little boy. You don't listen. Are you the one they are looking for in the field, battlefield? I know your pride. And the insolence of your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. And David said, what have I done now? Big bros. Is there not a cause? 
there is a cause, there is a reason, there is a purpose that God has established you, that he has kept you till now, that he puts you where you are. You must always know that there is a reason, and the devil know a reason too. So the devil did not bring Goliath to confront David right away. The devil brought his brother so that his attention can be divided, divided at that point. If David continue. David continued to explain to the brother. And David, the more he was looking at Eliab, he cannot see Goliath. The more you are focusing on the wrong battle, you cannot see the battle you're supposed to defeat. You have to be sensitive. It is the devil's trick to just divert your attention, to just change your focus from the main cause of your purpose so that you will waste time for a journey of one year to become five years. Is there not a cause? But immediately, everybody say immediately. Immediately, David came back to his senses. Verse 30. What is there? Then he turned from him towards another and said the same thing. And these people answered him. The moment David turned, brethren, you must turn from a counterfeit that the enemy is presenting to you as the real before you can see the original. The moment David turned, he positioned himself to see Goliath that has to be defeated. Be ready to turn from the counterfeit. Eliab is not your enemy. Goliath is your enemy. David realized this immediately. I cannot spend time talking to Eliab, my brother. You are not my enemy. I'm here to fight a battle against you, not for you. Stop fighting wrong battle. Stop focusing on wrong channel. Be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And take action. Your action is to turn. Everybody say turn. When you turn, you position yourself. Because the more David continue to talk to Eliab, the more Goliath will continue to torture them. Don't you understand that? It is a deceit of the enemy. See in our marriage, see in our homes, we're focusing on the wrong thing, wrong person. The child you are rebuking and it's not the enemy, that is not the battle. <laughs> but the devil is distracting you to focus on that child or to focus on your spouse. You think your spouse is the enemy. He's the one that they have sent to you from the village to kill you. Praise God. You think your supervisor on the job is the one that the devil has sent, you know, is using to kick you out of your job. How could you go to somewhere God planted you, and if you know your identity, and somebody, the devil is using them, and because of that you resign. When he has not asked you to resign, you miss the point. You lose your focus. Don't give up. Stop fighting the wrong battle. Stop being distracted. Disregard focusing on the counterfeit. David turned and he positioned himself to see the one to be defeated. If you are distracted and focusing on fighting Eliab, brethren, you simply allow Goliath to continue to torment your life and go unchallenged. Overcoming distraction. I pray that the Lord will minister to us deeply so that we will understand whom we are in the Lord. We will be in tune with the Holy Spirit to understand timing for our life. And will be sensitive to be distracted from counterfeit so that we can focus on what God has placed in our hands. Know who you are. It's very, very important.
I will close with this. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Amen? Are you getting something? First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Now let's read it together. There are five things here. Let's read it all. Let's go. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Next. Yes. Go to the next. 14. And do everything with love. Can we, can we take them again? One, one more time. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. And number five. Do everything with love. Let's, can we do it one more time? It's men's day now. Yes. Let's do it one more time. Men don't have food for us today because it's still virtual and I'm speaking for the men's president. Or do you have food? No food. Because the people at home and all over watching us, they won't be able to partake in the food. But we cannot do this together. So back home, at wherever you are and here, let's read it together. Let's go. Number one, be on guard. Number two, stand firm in the faith. Number three, be courageous. Number four, be strong. And lastly, do everything with love. Bow down your heads and talk to him. Say, distraction, you will not overcome me. I refuse to be distracted. See how, how the devil is doing using the pandemic. Now, a lot of people now, they're giving God what will cost them nothing. <laughs> giving God what will cost them nothing. They will pay the sacrifice, travel anywhere to go to work, to go for occasion. But they will not come to the house of the Lord. Go to anywhere. Move from one place to another. But when it is Sunday, 10.25 a.m., they roll around on the bed. Put on that TV for me. It's time for church. And you know you, you will learn better when you are physically present. Refuse to be distracted, brethren. Who knows when this pandemic is over? Who knows? Who, what, what do you know? But pandemic should not stop you and your growth in the Lord. Be sensitive. Lord, I refuse to be distracted. I will not take counterfeit. Stand firm to know who you are and to, cop, to protect it. So whenever the devil comes with something that is contrary to whom God said you are, you don't stay there and be crying. No, tighten your belt and refuse and rebuke that. Don't just take anything that comes to you. You see a situation in your home that is not pleasant and you are not happy about it. Come on, take over, take over because you know your identity. Speak the word, what God says to that situation. As a believer that understands the timing of the Lord for every situation, you cannot be deceived. You will check things out with your father. You know he speaks to you. God is this you. It's not everything that comes to you, you just accept. It may look like the best offer. Or maybe an avenue to take you off the track. Are you the one that has been focusing on Eliab instead of focusing on Goliath? Turn, on, turn aside. Turn aside immediately. Turn your focus from focusing on Eliab so you can see the Goliath that God wants you to defeat. You are God from beginning to the end. 
There's no chance for no case for arguments, brethren. You are God all by yourself. You are God. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. Oh, you are God all by yourself. He is God by himself. He's the one talking to you today. Know who you are in him. He is God from beginning to the end. And his purpose for you is not to be aborted. It's not to be terminated by the devil. Oh, you are God. You are God. From beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. My Lord, you are God of Lord, you are God by yourself. I refuse to be distracted. You want me to be like you. I refuse to be distracted. Every counterfeit that the enemy is deceiving me with, today, I crush them off. I turned so I can focus on the main thing that you want me to focus on. I refuse to be deceived by the devil. Continue to talk to him.